good morning, afternoon or evening, wherever you are in the world, and welcome to Death by Pod. It's our horror show where we just talk horror films. My name is Matt Hudson, the one that looks in the shadows, and joining me as ever is the Dame of Pain herself. It's Elizabeth, aka Bloggy Balboa. How you doing, mate? I'm doing well, thank you, Matt. How are you? I'm doing really quite well today, and for listeners of the show out there, usually Death by Pod is a double-pronged assault. However, tonight we are joined, we're joined by another. We've gone Ghidorah, we've grown an extra head. We are dead pleased to say that tonight we're joined by a king, the producer and writer of the hit Shudder Horror Host. We're joined by Jed Shepard. Jed, how are you, mate? I'm really good, guys. Thanks for having me. Well, no, it's a pleasure. The pleasure is all ours. We wouldn't have been a very good host if we didn't introduce you. <laughs> Had to get that one in there, sorry. I see what you, I see what you did there, yeah. <laughs> Host-based puns have started already. <laughs> oh, no, no honestly, thank you very much for coming on, though, buddy. Um, host, yeah, yeah we, we reviewed it uh, last week before last, and we were both very up on it, which will also make this in, this interview a lot less awkward, but we we really enjoyed it, didn't we, Rocky? I, I certainly did. It still hasn't left me, to be honest. I'm not comfortable being at home by myself. You're not either, are you? <laughs> I'm really not. That's good. That's exactly the kind of uh, effects uh, we want with it. Yeah, you, you made me uncomfortable being in my own home, so thank you for that. I get that from women all the time, actually. So <laughs> it's, uh, it's funny you say we're in a club. <laughs> <laughs> I, th- I think you had that effect on Matt as well, so... <laughs> You did no. I I really I really I like little sort of like smaller confined horror films like that, um, which can kind of which leave that lingering effect on you afterwards and kind of make you like Bloggy said make you feel a bit like uneasy in your own home. And um, anyone who listens to the host episode will know that's exactly what we thought. And it was packed with so many fun moments. And um, yeah, just I mean just off the top before we start, we always ask each other this very important question, but we need to know, Jed. What did you have for your lunch today? Today for lunch, I I went to this local cafe um, and I had a veggie fry up. Ooh, yeah. So that's that like veg- veggie sausages, uh, hash browns, three eggs, toast, uh, and most importantly, tinned tomatoes, not grilled, tinned. I know uh, I'm with you there. Yes, yeah. a bit tinned. Yeah, and loads of coffee. That's what I've had. That sounds delicious. <laughs> Did it have any wilted spinach on it? I'm a big fan of wilted spinach with my breakfast. No, I didn't actually. Um, that's a little bit too posh for me. Is it? Um, <laughs> yeah. That's like, <laughs> it's a bit too posh for me. No, I just, I just like it just the classic. Just keep it real with the tins. Well, we're probably going to need tins if the uh, if the virus carries on anymore. We're going to yeah. get another uh, shopping problem. Exactly. In terms of that, that's our lunch out of the way. Let's yeah. uh, should Your we talk some hosts? Shall we? <laughs> yeah, let's do that. Uh, it's, it's difficult because since host took off, you have been interviewed to the hilt. So everybody <laughs> said we're going to try and keep this as original as we can. But I, I did have a little read of some of your interviews, and you told uh, you told twenty five <laughs> on the record. You told twenty five years later that the idea for Salt, the short horror film came from a perilous journey through the snowy Sundance mountains. And yeah. I really love that. I mean, I wanted to know, do, do all your ideas come this organically? Yeah. Like it, it, it never comes when I'm sitting down at a computer or anything. It always comes when I'm doing the most inane things or just 
out out it's usually like me 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 and robin we're either like drinking or we're just like shooting the shit just uh talking crap uh talking about movies what we do to improve our favorite movies etc or if we've just seen a bad movie it's like ah, oh, like this they were almost there if they just twisted it this way so it's yeah so all, all we really talk about me and rob is is basically horror films and and what we would do if if we got a chance to make make some so yeah and like even though that that story about being lost in the in the mountains in in uh sundance and in park city and almost dying sounds fabricated it's genuine <laughs> it's real like i i was actually really really sick that day and we went to a midnight screening of this terrible i won't say what the name of the film terrible 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 film at sundance is horror film and i was so sick and i was like oh i'm, I'm gonna die anyway the film? no i i I basically turned. I had no concept of Sundance. I didn't know it was like covered <laughs> in snow. I had no idea. I thought it was sunny because it was America. So I turned Sun up. Sundance. Yeah, yeah, snow dance. exactly. <laughs> so like, I was not like prepared in terms of like what I was wearing. So I turned up in a really thin leather jacket, t-shirt, trainers, and the snow was like up to up to my waist. And I was like, oh no. Um, so it wasn't. It wasn't uh, the the warmest of. Uh, of festivals but yeah we we got lost in the snow and like we thought we were going in the right direction and we just ended up further into the mountains we found an abandoned uh snow lodge which was <laughs> which would have been sanctuary but it was it was like closed um so yeah so like it was kind of rob's idea to stop us dying just to kind of uh bash some some film ideas and that was pretty much the first idea that like, we came up with in my kind of weird state um yeah, and it ends oh, up being salt. You should get sick more often. It sounds yeah. Like. <laughs> you should nearly die more often. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> well, I'm trying to get people to sneeze on me at the moment, but but no one's no one's having it. <laughs> six six feet, one meter away, everyone, and all that good yeah. stuff. Apparently, yeah. but you know, no more groups of six. Apparently, um, yeah. No, I, I like the idea of just there being a cabin in the wilderness because that in it, that in itself just screams just like horror film. Yeah, it does. Lost, yeah. In, lost in the snow in your shorts, <laughs> coming across a, an abandoned cabin. I thought you were going to say that uh, Rob tried to bash the door in to get in there. That um, would have been cool. That would have been. We were just too cold and and tired and probably drunk as well. So, um, but yeah, yeah. It, it, like it's weird what your mind can do when it's when you're it's like in flight or flight fight or flight mode um yeah and it was just he said um he, he wanted to do a siege movie and i was like what about a siege movie in a, in a salt circle and that's where it came from um <laughs> that's Steven Seagal. yeah yeah Jordan sounds like that episode of the simpsons where him and mr burns get stuck in the cabin and end up making yeah moment yeah 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 <laughs> pretty much um, that <laughs> Well, we found you said that before that host um, was based on a prank. Obviously, we saw the the short film that went viral by Rob. Is is that something you and Rob do like on the regular, pranking each other? Because if so, <laughs> it must be quite scary to be your friend. That was um, that 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 was actually the first. Even though like Rob is now known as a notorious prankster, and no one trusts <laughs> him anymore. Um, <laughs> That was pretty much the first proper one he he'd done, and what happened there is he called me and was like, "Okay, I've got an idea. This I want to prank everyone." So he he basically tested it on on me first, and then we tweaked it. Um, 
and it got to a stage where it was in dis- like you couldn't tell that he was basically at one point putting his phone in front of his laptop to to show his laptop that's how he did it he he had he had the clip from wreck on his laptop pretended he went oh. up the ladder and then stuck his phone in front of his laptop quickly and then it and then played it played it on from there um and i was just like they're not going to fall for this because like it's really sloppily i mean it's really like hastily sloppily done but um yeah they fell for it and uh he put it online and it just blew up and and yeah and that's basically the genesis of of heist it's crazy (laughs) (laughs) well that's the thing that got us noticed anyway yeah yeah and the thing is like we'd been doing like me and rob had been doing like short films for for like five six years Mm -hmm. and that that prank got the most views of anything we've ever done like even stuff that have gone sundance and like that prank got seen i think it's like on eight million views now or something like that um ridiculous yeah and it's like it's it's just a stupid prank but like (laughs) who who but no one knows like how things start and like but like that's weirdly the, the genesis of host and um and obviously you've probably read a million times me him asking me if i had an idea and I and I text him in the early hours of the morning Zoom seance, and um, <laughs> yeah, and and that's it. It's just it's just like these things come together quite easily for for me and Rob, just because we have a, a shorthand together. Like we kind of know each other's references, we know what each other like uh, is like likes. So um, yeah, and we we have this thing also where we pitch each other a film every day. Um, wow, but it's it's mostly absolutely terrible stuff but it's you almost have to do it to get it out of your system um and then eventually you come across something good so we have like hundreds and hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of like high concept film ideas um not all of them good most of them are not good uh but some of them are very very good and uh, if it's just it's just a good practice for your brain and it, you kind of every day you kind of hone it into to the other person's uh, like taste, it's 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 a really cool way to do things, and um, I would definitely suggest if anyone out there's a writer uh, and director to to kind of find a collaborator that will do that kind of thing with you, just to get out all the bad ideas, um, so you're only left with the good stuff. Can you can you reveal any of the any of the duds? Do you know what? Like everyone asks that, but there's not too many. <laughs> there's not too many like terrible, terrible, terrible ones. Um, and actually, there is a really bad one, but I, I don't want to say it because it's quite offensive. It's, uh, <laughs> it is actually like I sent it, and I was like, "Oh no, I shouldn't have sent that." That's that's is actually like really insensitive. Um, <laughs> it's like it blocky's yeah, foaming in the mouth now. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> no, it's it's, it's, it's it's pretty bad. But I mean, it's just like every every kind of subgenre in horror you can think of. Mm-hmm. We've had multiple ideas on it, and. Um, yeah, and we we all try and twist it to like a different point of view or um to make it like twenty first century. And another thing I do is I, I collect VHS um horror films like presets and things like that because there's a lot of movies that people haven't seen or uh may, maybe kind of been forgotten in in the realms of time. So I kind of watch those uh and see if there's any elements from those forgotten films that could kind of make it into newer ones even if it's just for like one set piece one particular scene or one scare i'm like oh okay that's really cool like how would you how would you do that now so i'm like a kind of a student of horror in that way like a lot of people are but um yeah 
I think VHS is the ultimate way to to view horror films because it's just really tangible. You, you feel you feel like you're part of the film because you're actively putting something into a machine and, and, and activating it. Um, it's got that yeah. charm, isn't it? The old VHS charm. And VHS was around at the time that these films were coming out. So it's, it, it, I don't know, it feels different, doesn't it? Watching yeah. like an 80s film on a VHS rather than a, a brand spanking new Blu-ray. Exactly, yeah. Or even streaming, which is even f- brings you further apart from the actual film because you don't have any... Stream, eh? Yeah, you don't have any tangible. But I mean, I know host is a streamer thing, but obviously, eventually, we'll have a physical uh, release, and um, then my the circle will be complete. <laughs> Sweet. Speaking of students of the art, students of the genre, uh, blogger, you're pretty much a student of the genre, aren't you, mate? Yeah, I mean, I'm obviously I did I did film at uni and everything, and I find horror theory just absolutely fascinating. And host yeah. is on my psychoanalysis treatment list, so I'm just going to oh, apologize nice. for that in advance. <laughs> <laughs> That's cool. <laughs> Interesting. What what kind of things would you kind of be uh, investigating or kind of uh, deep diving into it about? I think I, that there was something that I picked up on, and I don't know if it is actually a thing or not, but I thought yeah. about the characters being um, sort of different aspects of lockdown. Like you've got one that's kind of really judgmental and one that's mm-hmm. kind of really loosey-goosey about everything. Um, yeah. And just the fact that it's all women as well and about how women, well, apart from Teddy, obviously, but um, yeah. <laughs> just how women have kind of been negatively impacted by the virus more so than men. And mm-hmm. I was going to take a whole feminist angle on it maybe, but... I mean, yeah, I think that's, you're pretty accurate. Um, with, okay. <laughs> yeah, just with the, 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 every every person. I mean, even though they genuinely are real friends, um, and we've been friends for years, they are all different. They all and and just coincidentally, they do kind of represent all the different aspects of our society during during lockdown. Just, but it's just a kind of a, almost like a coincidence. It's not that intentional. Um, it's just we got lucky with this, this group of people are like so like diverse and um like interesting and authentic as friends um because they are friends yeah uh, yeah yeah no that's that's really cool they're, they're, I, i've heard other people um are adding it to their kind of syllabus as well like especially in america it's it's been added to a lot of um courses and me and rob have done um kind of classes we we've been invited into like classes of like the university of of southern california um we uh basically were guests in, in their class recently yeah and uh yeah it's, it's, it's just really cool gosh that, i couldn't i couldn't imagine creating a body of work that people are then gonna gonna study um yeah <laughs> What do you want to say about our podcast? Oh well, <laughs> nothing, Matt. Nothing. I've every place on the podcast. Well, but it's, it's the thing. It's like it's like like me and Rob just made something that we would want to we would want to see, and yeah. And by default, we think that's what other people want to want to see too, because we're we're just massive horror fans, and we we were making stuff solely for horror fans with all the references and stuff, and 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 we had no idea it would blow up into the mainstream, which it has, and um. And, and and like, especially where we're from the UK, this kind of stuff doesn't happen to like British horror films. British horror films are meant to to, to play fright fest, get released on a DVD in in Tesco if you're lucky, and just disappear into thin air. That that's the cycle of a British horror film. Um, you get like one every decade, maybe. We had like something like the, the Descent from the from the noughties. I loved the Descent. Trying to think, kill list. The, what, uh, the kill list. 
I'm trying yeah. to think from the last decade, and then host obviously coming out blowing up because it did. Let's not lie about it. Host came no. out and it blew up, and yeah. everybody. And um, I, I remember because Elizabeth told me about it, and I went on to Shudder. It's like 58 minutes long. Yeah. What am I going to get? What am I getting out of this? What What is this going to be about? Um, <laughs> and you can tell that it's made with love because you mentioned the references. There's so many references in there mm-hmm. or Easter eggs, yeah. which for horror fans like us was just fun to what go yeah. rewatch it and then collect all those Easter eggs up. Yeah, but you can tell when something's been made organically by fans of the genre and not by committee. Um, yeah, and exactly. that's that is honestly the feeling I got from Host was it was a, 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 a team of people who come together. Just to you know, make make the make the most of this horrendous situation we're in, and deliver us something that they're passionate about, um, whilst also having fun as well. I wasn't aware that you were all a big group of friends, though, so I find that really interesting. Right. Yeah. That's that's all, brilliant. All of us friends, like um, we, like three uh, Caroline, Haley, and Rodina, they were in Dawn of the Death, which was our short film from two thousand sixteen. That's the one we went to Sundance with. Um, and then we've been friends ever since. Uh, Gemma and Emma are from this short film that I directed called uh, Multiplex, which is, isn't out yet. But we've also been friends with them for uh, for years and years and years. Um, and yeah, and even like everyone who works in it as well are, are friends. We have this WhatsApp group called Quarantine Movie Club. Um, we had it since the since the start of, of of lockdown, and everyone who worked in the film and everyone in the cast is from that group. Like we didn't we didn't go outside of it, including the producer, the VFX supervisor, the costume Man. lady. Everyone was from that group, and we literally just pivoted from watching films every single day to making one. Um, and we just we we were just like, let's just make a film, and that's it. Like every. We, we we didn't need to go far, and even the, even uh, the stunt people they're from our they're from our um, uh, quarantine movie club as well. Like literally That's everybody. Incredible. That's amazing. Yeah, yeah. Imagine, imagine making an international like smashing horror film with your mates, basically with your WhatsApp group. That's like the dream, isn't it? Yeah, that's it. And like we're making like we're making an like another. Well, you've probably seen like we're making like three films with Blumhouse Ooh, next, yes. and the, we're just, <laughs> just doing the same thing. We're just using our friends again and we're going to just keep doing that like why would we need to audition other people like we've already got like cool people in our group um so so yeah so i think that's the way and especially in in a lockdown situation you you kind of just want to stick to the people that you trust and the people you know and um yeah yeah and and like like even though that like post has blown up and it's it was it was announced yesterday that it's getting a cinema release like people forget we we made this on zoom very very quickly with very little money and it and it was put onto shudder which is a real niche a real niche yeah. uh horror streaming service yet it, it's kind of blown up like worldwide and i have no concept of how that happened no idea like how it organically just kind of got out there and just everyone got behind it it's crazy to me absolutely crazy <laughs> well i mean you guys what had a couple of lines to pitch to Shudder if we uh, if we've read that correctly and um, again so because some of our listeners are horror writers like you mentioned earlier on so you know where do, where do you start with a pitch because obviously you've gone into Shudder and you, you want to get your film made so where where do you start with a pitch um, maybe like an do you give us like an eighties montage sequence of how you got to this point so dilute all of those years of hard yeah. work into one sort of like paragraph 
<laughs> into well, two like, like literally said to Shudder, we've only got two words, Zoom seance. We, we said we've got Zoom seance. Um, we don't know what, what happens next. Uh, we're going to use our mates and we want to make it in, in lockdown and we want c- total control. We don't want any interference. And then we're Sign, like, cool, yeah, ha- delivered. Here's, here's the money. Yeah. <laughs> two words, a card out interruption. It. Done. Yeah. <laughs> no, but genuinely that's it. And like all credit to Shudder, like they just took a chance on us. They, they just trusted us that we would, but they had no idea what we'd come out with. And to be honest, we really didn't know because there, there was no precedent for making this kind of film ever like in lockdown as well with your friends i mean the only things that were you make with your friends are usually like home movies stupid videos that just go on youtube and no one ever sees and like so when we delivered this like they it's like it's like winning a lottery really because it's it's their they've told us it's their biggest hit ever by far it's wow. got so many more people to to recognize what shudder is and, and sign up yeah, it's like it's it's beyond it's beyond big for Shudder. Um, I mean, and yeah, you don't get too many films that start off with a small uh, streaming release and then go to cinema. Like it's it's unheard of, really. And do you think that Host would have been such a big hit had lockdown or COVID never struck? I mean, I suppose that's kind of a, <laughs> it's all about lockdown and COVID, but even yeah. if it was just a Zoom seance and maybe you'd released it a little bit later, mm-hmm. do you think it would have had the same impact? Well, we wouldn't have made it, um, but because like we we only made it because everyone was available because no one was working. Yeah. Um, but like if, if, if we didn't manage to make it and, and release it outside of, of lockdown, um, I think it was, I think it would still stand up on its own because it's not about COVID. It's, it's just about people in lockdown really, but they, it could be anything. It doesn't necessarily yeah. need to be about this particular like virus. Cause we don't actually mention like the virus at all. Um, but yeah, I think, I think the, the cast themselves are so authentic. Um, it would have, it would have, I hoped, been been kind of big anyway, especially like in the horror community. Um, but I think it kind of resonates worldwide because because of the the performances really, and like we're so lucky that our friends are like good actresses because it, it could have been really <laughs> and, bad and good stunt people as well. Like yeah, you, yeah, you whole... <laughs> exactly. Like honestly, it's it's just like the perfect storm of all of these things together. Like and it, and if one element wasn't there, it would have just fallen apart. It's it's yeah, it's it's crazy. It was so lucky. Um, yeah, what? just finding this like having this cast like like with because I don't know if you've seen, but like with with Emma, I found her at Comic Con because I was doing I was doing a panel. I was I was hosting a panel for this film called The Void. I don't know if you know that. Yes, I saw that. Back. Yeah, so it was me and the Void filmmakers on this big on the main stage at Comic Con, and we went to the questions. And this girl stands up and says, "Hi, I'm an actress. Um, how do you guys pick pick actors for for your projects?" And then the the Void the Void guys would would just like say, "No, well, send a self tape, blah blah blah." And I was like looking at this girl and I was like, "Oh, she looks like really cool. Like she is cool. Um, yeah, she's cool." So like, um, and then I was I was gearing up to do this thing called called multiplex um and so i cast her in i cast her in that in in multiplex and then yeah and then yeah and then then 
by default because she used friends. She was in the quarantine movie club, therefore she's in in host. And um, and yeah, and like we're going to work with these these girls like for the rest of the time, hopefully, just putting them in, in things. You are guys. If you want to get into a film, just go to a comic con panel and just get yourself out there. It's funny, isn't Shoot it? Amazing up, how yeah. you can get your break and you know, fair play and all the best to to everyone in the cast. Um, you yeah. what? Obviously, because you're so obviously closely into time with the film itself. Yeah, it might be a different. Your answer to this may be different to other people's, but what's your favourite scene in the film, like that, or one particular moment which you think? Do you know what we absolutely nailed that? My my, I have two favourite scenes. Um, the first one is Caroline's death. Um, yeah. I think that is in the entire film. That's the perfect setup, foreshadowing. Um, and actual like uh, death in 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 the whole thing, just because like right at the start you see her with all that shit on her face, which which reflects what her face is going to look like later. We have we have the foreshadowing of her doing the video, um, the back video background. So that's yeah. then you know that's going to come back, um, and then you have the the messages pop up, so people are getting closer and closer to see what those messages say, and then she comes flying at the camera. And just the just because she's so sweet and nice, just having her her head being smashed against the keyboard, um, <laughs> and then yeah, and then and then back to that to that background video again. Mm-hmm. Um, it's it's to me it's just a perfect sequence. And because we we redacted a lot of what was going to happen from the cast, the, the other girls didn't know that was going to happen. So nice. their reactions, yeah, their reactions they are real. Like they did not know Car- oh, that was going to happen. Yeah. Um, so for so for me that whole sequence is good, but also the whole Emma's whole sequence from when she first goes into the kitchen and she sees the mask mm. to when she gets thrown out the window, just everything to do with like Emma, I think is brilliant. The um the thing with with the the ghost with when she throws the sheet, um her reaction to Teddy like burning like his face burning and stuff, and because she didn't know that was going to happen either, so that's her real reaction to like Teddy set being set on fire awesome. um, yeah so so i mean there's, there's lots of things like i love a lot of things and even like just the stuff before the seance when they're just talking i think it's really funny and like hilarious um yeah sometimes it is scary to be your friend then like whatever you said before you... yeah no yeah definitely a level of like, everyone terrified yeah like like obviously nobody knew how big this film would be so like when we told them we and by the way we recorded everything like every meeting we had when we announced to the girls that we were making like a, a, a longer version of the prank video basically mm-hmm. we we like recorded it we recorded all of the all of the story meetings when we first told the stunt guys what we wanted to do the vfx guy it's all recorded for like behind the scenes um stuff but we didn't we just did it just because we we'd want to see it ourselves we didn't think like people would want to see behind the, the scene stuff we just but we we did so we we got it recorded when we first tell the girls like oh we're making a longer version and they're like what okay and you want us to be in it and we we're like yeah all of you I'm like oh okay that's okay Sweet. but they, they, had, they had no concept and even like while we were making it they didn't really have an, any idea none of us did how big this would be and like we only delivered it to shudder two days before it before it dropped on the 30th of july we delivered it on the 28th of july wow um 
Wow. Yeah, so they had real trust in us that we, we nearly didn't make it, actually, um, because there was various different, like, issues. There was issues with the sound that we had to fix. Um, but, but yeah, they, I, like, I'm not, my, in, in, in another life, I'm, I'm a, um, I produce and I edit podcasts for, like, yeah. um, record labels and things. So, um, yeah, and, like, I host some as well. But the, um, so I had to fix some of the audio as well. Some of like Emma's audio was, was she rec- recorded it and it was all in like bits and I had to like piece it together. And this was like the two days before it, before it went on shutter. So um, yeah, it was touch and go towards the end, but like uh, amazing producer um, Douglas Cox and obviously Rob Savage director just worked day and night, night and day, like to, to get it done in time. Um, yeah. Awesome. I, mean, I, yeah. did, I did. Uh, I did. I did see that you were a podcaster, and I saw on your. Is it Jed Talks? Yeah, Jed Talks is one of them. Yeah, that was one of the ones I host. Yeah, I haven't actually done an episode in like a year. I did like six six episodes with different cast members of the the new Twin Peaks, mm-hmm. oh, and wow. I was just like, oh, I, I can't top that. Like that's like my favorite show. <laughs> so I was like reaching out to guests, and I'm just like, I'm not feeling this. Um, I'm gonna I'm gonna restart, it, but I think I'm gonna. Um, just only do like a horror a horror podcast um You're always available just, yeah it's just because i think like i've got access to a lot of like horror people now quite easily and then my kind of status in the horror community is maybe like kind of been raised a little bit so i think i can kind of get more guests on get more clowns. getting guests is always the hard yeah getting guests is the hardest like thing ever like um but yeah i just like talking about horror so um it's it's probably going to be a horror centric one um yeah i mean if you could if you could get anyone on dead or alive who would it be i would like to have well he's dead but i'd love to have i've had wes craven on the podcast yes um well just because like he's such a big influence and like i think he reinvented horror like at least two times um so i think he would he would be great um I mean, my my horror hero is Sam Raimi, but I speak to him like every week now. So, news <laughs> <laughs> um, now we don't need. Yeah, but um, yeah, Sam would be great on on a podcast because he's really funny. Um, Bruce Campbell would be great. Yeah. I don't know, just like the horror classics. I think Elvira is like a, a big one. I've tried to get her on podcast before, but um, she 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 just she can like talk for for America. She's she's so good at, at podcasts. She would be great, but um, yeah. How about you guys? Who, who would be your? Uh... Well, before today it was Jed Shepherd, so I've got no. there now. Um, <laughs> uh, ladies up. first in blogging. Um. Oh God, you know I have no. I think I'd quite like to get Tom Savini on. I think he'd be quite Ooh, cool. That's a great mm. choice. Yeah, got a lot to say. Like especially yeah. about how he did all the. Um, he learned how to do makeup from being a nun, which I don't know whether I could ask him about because it's probably really insensitive. Yeah, but, um, yeah. that would be quite cool. Um, I can't think, or may, maybe like maybe Pinhead, who I, oh, I actually Pinhead. don't know his real Doug name. Bradley. <laughs> Doug Bradley. Bradley yeah, that's I, it. I interviewed him on Jed Talks. I interviewed him on Jed Talks. Oh, did nice. you? Yeah, I did. Yeah, he was great. He was really good. He got angry at me for some reason. I can't remember what it was. Oh no! But what did you do? Did you waste some suffering? Did you not with enjoy him? the pain? <laughs> I can't remember. But if you give it a listen, there was one point where he was he had like a bit of a go at me, and I have no idea what it was for. Oh, I think it was oh. because oh, I know what it was. 
is because I was talking about like uh, the the, the um, Hellraiser films that didn't have him in it, and, it, oh. and he kind of got angry. And I think I was talking about like, yeah, it's because he doesn't really count those as Hellraiser films. Um, but yeah, yeah. Oh my god, I would hit myself if he had a go at me as well. Can you imagine like being like yeah. one of his kids or something? Like, don't do that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Blogging. Exactly. Um, <laughs> I don't know who I'd have, actually. Um, William Friedkin, because I like him as a director. Uh, oh, he's a great talker as well. Just yeah. to ask him about that absolute shit show that was The Guardian in the early 90s. He's like Return to oh, Horror. God, yeah. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. In uh, terms of like, those who have left us, I don't know actually who I'd get on. Um, but Billy Friedkin, I'd like to get on. And um, I'd love to speak to Robert England, because I imagine that would be an absolute blast to speak to Freddy Krueger. Oh, yeah. That would be really mm-hmm. funny. Yeah, definitely. I think he'd be like he's he'd be like up there in the top three of people I'd want to talk to. Yeah. yeah well, I see that you uh you had a uh, Danny Phil from Cradle of Filth on, which is hysterical. Yeah, he was on my podcast as well. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's what yeah. I mean. You were, he was on. Did he talk about Cradle of Fear? Uh, yeah, a little bit. Yeah, yeah. Um, I think I think I had him on twice actually. <laughs> um, yeah, yeah. I, I did a live podcast at comic-con and uh he was um he was one of the guests it was him and someone else at the same time i think it was maybe it was him and grady hendrix mm-hmm. you know that the author it was him at the same time oh it might be um sean Huts- hudson as well do you know that he, he, he wrote slugs yeah yeah um i think he was on, a, on my podcast with him i can't remember but yeah i've had i've had some quite good people actually like now you now you say it um, <laughs> you mentioned it yeah, but like I, I, I kind of want to do like a weekly kind of podcast and have it like sponsored by like Bloody Disgusting or something like that, just so it gives me incentive to do it. <laughs> um, <laughs> but yeah, yeah, something like that. Stay, stay tuned, stay tuned. Right. Maybe I'll ask Shudder to sponsor it. I said, get Shudder yeah. on board, and if Thanks. not, get those um, nice guys and girls over at Blumhouse because you know you mentioned them earlier yeah. on about yourself, uh-huh. Rob, Gemma Hurley, and all have been signed to a three picture deal. So, firstly, well done. Uh-huh. Um, and secondly, I, I know the answer to this, but I'm going to ask anyway. Is there any hints as to what we can expect from any of the films you've got coming up? Let me think. Um, so the first one, we've we basically finished writing it yesterday. Wow. Well, the, at least the first draft. Um, it's just a lot. It's just a lot bigger, a lot, a lot bigger because it's outside, mm. um, and it's kind. I can say that the if if hot was about the fear of um of of kind of like uh the the virus or whatever and like just having to stay inside this is kind of the this first one for Blumhouse is it's almost about the fear of um being outside and 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 kind of interacting with other people and 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 what that entails um but I can't. I can't say too much. But it's just on, on a much, 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 much bigger scale. Everything's everything's bigger, but still with this intimate story at the heart of it, nice. which I really like. Um, and 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 yeah, and I think it is people who are expecting host two it is a hundred percent the opposite of that. It is nowhere, nothing like host two. Um, only in terms of like heart and ambition. But it's a, it's a totally different different beast, and people are going to go crazy for it because they will. I can already tell people will just be like, 
what are they doing? Like, <laughs> why? They will. They'll be like, why are they even trying to do like this film? Um, but it is something that we've wanted. We actually had it before lockdown. We had we had this idea. And we we were kind of like pitching it around. We didn't find the right home. Um, so it's something we've wanted to do for ages, and like now we can kind of just get stuff made. So this is the first one we 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 came to when we were like, we need to have something big. And now we've got Blumhouse. Like it's gonna be it's gonna be a big film. Um, can't wait, but it's gonna people will go nuts. People will go nuts for it. Um, yeah, and then the other two I can't talk about, but we 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 know what the, the other two are going to be. We just have to write them. So, um, yeah. Uh, are you done with hosts now per se? Because you've got your three picture deal. Would you ever consider going back to that format? Or because obviously you can't do a host two with the same characters. But in terms of, well, I mean, we don't know what happened to Salan. But um, would you ever go back uh-huh. to that format? Or are you more interested now in pushing forward with new ideas? Um, person personally, I want to do host two. Sweet. Uh, um, I've I've got I've got the idea for it. I know how it would work. I I know the logistics of getting it done. Um, I know who's going to, I know who would be in it. Um, it's just finding the time for both me and Rob to be free at the same time and all, and the P and the actors that are going to be in it. But yeah, I've already got the idea. Um, it's, it's good and it makes sense and people won't feel like, Oh, they're just, they're just doing this just to get, just to get attention. Yeah. But it it feels like a genuine sequel that feels organic and not just a like a, a not a cash grab, but like you know a, a grab for like attention. Well, me and Elizabeth yeah. will be in it if you need a couple of extras. <laughs> yeah, that that's that, that's host too. Yeah. Um, <laughs> the but yeah, I mean it's funny because like people keep DMing me ideas for host too, and I'm just like, eventually someone's going to come up with <laughs> what my idea. So don't. Honestly, every single day I get people saying, "Hey, here's my script for my horror film." I'm just like, "Stop sending wow. me things because they're gonna think that I've like stolen their ideas." Yeah. Um. So that I, I, if anyone sends me a story idea or a script, I literally ignore it. Just, um, I think that's the best thing I can do. I might even turn off my DMs just because it's getting to the point where it's becoming like five or six a day now of just people sending me their ideas for like those two. I mean, one one thing I would quite like to ask, um, sort of about host two, is mm-hmm. can, can you reveal what happened to Caroline's dad? Oh, yeah, yeah. he's just, he's just out of the house. Is he all so right? He, oh, God for that! God for that! Yeah, yeah, yeah. He just because <laughs> like he even he even says like he likes going outside. He likes the sunshine, etc. So yeah, so he he's just gone out. So eventually he'll get back and find his daughter dead. Find nice, like, nice. Fuck up her nose or something. Oh well, I'm yeah. glad that he's okay. Like, yeah, that was, <laughs> that was he my survived. Favorite. We were generally quite worried about uh, Caroline's dad. I mean, whatever happened to Caroline, we can get over that. We were just worried <laughs> yeah, about uh, flashing dad. Yeah, he's yeah. always top up another day. I'm that's trying to think. Can you actually see dead? Maybe, maybe Emma and Alan. 
You don't actually... Do you see anyone else die? You see Teddy's body burning. Teddy's... Teddy's yeah, yeah Teddy's brown bread. And do you see Teddy's yeah. Mrs. Ginny in the... Like, yeah. Have oh, a neck gone. snap to throw in the pool. Yeah, and yeah, uh, yeah. Matey's boyfriend, who they're not getting on. I can't remember anyone's name. Alan, Alan, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, Alan. Alan. Uh, um, but again, like, even... even like, you see Emma Foley, like, she could still be alive. She's not like she's landed oh. on concrete. Ooh, hopefully she is. Um, <laughs> I'm just... On the uh, just on the references, I had to get it in because I love the film. But I know noticed that there was a lot of references to um, the Audrey Hepburn classic horror, Wait Until Dark, yeah. at the end of Host. And yeah. I just wanted to say that because I love that film. So thank you yeah. for bringing that film back into the zeitgeist. It's honestly one of like my, my favorite films, and like me and me and Rob like love it. Like last year, like we went to they there's um, a cinema, the Re- Regent Street Cinema in in Regent Street. And it's like an old Art Deco cinema. And on weekdays in the afternoon, they do matinee screenings of like old films. And it's like the um, for pensioners, basically. It's like the pensioners screening. And But they just show classic Hollywood movies or like movies with, with like your, your Hollywood icons like Audrey Hepburn. So like, honestly, you'll find, me, you'll find it full of like pensioners and me and Rob watching these <laughs> like classic movies like these audrey hepburn movies i'm obsessed with audrey hepburn like, i honestly am i think she's like incredible mm-hmm. so the fact that she did um, um wait until dark which is to me was blumhouse before blumhouse um it's the exact style of a, of a blumhouse movie um, very insular very small very contained but it's got that horrific level of like, tension isn't it yeah it's a siege movie with a, with a blind woman it's so so cool um and like no hardly anybody knows it it's like you're missing out on like such an amazing film starring one of the film. best actresses of all time um, the ending as well is just it's just like like pant wettingly scary yeah so so good um so so yeah i'm i'm glad like some of these films that mean rob like referencing interviews and stuff are kind of getting a second life another one's like ghost watch like a lot of people don't know about Ghostwatch, especially Americans, but mm-hmm. there has been a resurgence in in like Ghostwatch. Now it's starting to get added to like lists of like best found footage, and um, in the last yeah, in the last two months that's happened, and um, it's great. And like the writer of, of Ghostwatch, uh, Stephen Volk, he came out and said that that host is the new Ghostwatch, which wasn't which was nice. brilliant for me. Yeah, because yeah, Ghostwatch was such a, a big influence. Um, so yeah, it's 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 cool. Like. Again, we're just a horror fan, so it's the fact that everyone's going mad for it is is, um, is is great. Mindful of time, I think we've got one more question. Yeah, um, oh, I don't mind. Talk to as well. <laughs> oh, we probably could as well. Yeah, I was thinking you finished the first draft now, haven't you? You got all the yeah. words. All the time, yeah. I mean, so you're, you're going to be doing horror with Sam Raimi, and again, mm-hmm. massive congratulations. Yeah, um, oh, thanks. Know that you're sworn to secrecy, so I'm not going to pry on the specifics, but uh-huh. I did read. That yep. it was going to be based in one location, is that right? Um, I would <laughs> say I would say for the most, it almost gives the game away though. But like for the most of it, I would say yeah, one location, but but not not the whole time, but just the majority. Yeah, it's 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 one location, and um, Sam Raimi has had um a lot of experience with horror films in, in, in one location. So, um, yeah, yeah. yeah. But like, I, I, all I can say is it's really, really, really fun. It's probably out of all of our projects, the, the most just all out fun, 
fun film like because you can just imagine like and like with um with hosts we we, we were we were doing um, the Sam Raimi project all the way through doing host as well. So we, there's a lot That's of Sam Raimi. Yeah. A lot of, a lot of um, uh, Sam Raimi influence in some of the things that happen in host, especially the, the whole last 10, 15 minutes is just like a crazy, like freak out of, um, of like stunts and things. And that's influenced a lot by like how Raimi would do it. Um, yeah, yeah. So I mean, it's it's a dream come true working with Sam. But we actually had it. People think all of, all of these films that we've announced um, are off the back of Host, but but they're not. Uh, we've had them lined up before Host. They've only just got announced now. The, the Blumhouse one is because of Host, but the Sam Raimi one, the Studio Canal Prison one, that was all um, done deals before before Host. Oh, sweet. Because uh, I assumed, yeah, I assumed obviously wrongly then that host gave us this gave you that boost that kind of like two months ago three months ago you were writing films and now suddenly sam raimi shudder blumhouse knocking at the door but it's interesting to know and probably quite uh good for you to know as well that even before this blew up you still yeah. had these opportunities coming in so um yeah i don't mind yeah no i i don't mind if people think it is because of host because that's probably a better story that all you have to <laughs> yeah. do is make one little film with your mates and then you'll get like hollywood come knocking I know what um, I'm doing tonight. Yeah, <laughs> making the film. We'll like, all definitely be checking yeah. them out. Uh, yeah, I mean, but like, it's if you go back to to our short films, you see all the ingredients of what you see see in Host. Um, Dawn, Dawn of the Deaf is probably the closest thing because you, you have the girls from Host in it. Mm-hmm. Um, so you see kind of what we do with like drama there and just relationships, and then in Salt with Alice Lowe, you see how we do action. Um, so yeah, it's, it's a good guide to, to what came with host and, um, and yeah, uh, it was because of salt and dawn of the death, why we got the Sam Raimi and, um, studio canal movie. Yeah. And so, we've got, we've actually got lots more to announce as well, but, uh, we, we're biding our time or keeping it on the deal, on. keeping everyone waiting a little bit yeah, longer. You just can't announce too many things at once because people will get confused. <laughs> uh, no, that's it and you're never not around the corner with this with this whole lockdown situation as well but um well like i said we'll be checking them all out on death by pod i'm certainly looking forward to seeing these bloomhouse ones on dbp yeah. we'll be covering those for you buddy so thank you for coming yeah. on firstly oh uh, anytime oh now you said that we'll hold you to that so <laughs> please to come on but everyone who knows death by pod and everyone out there all around the world Hope you've enjoyed this, but you know we don't go anywhere without it playing a little game. So this like the other week we played a rather successful game called uh, well, it was something to do with elephants, basically, where <laughs> we gave each other myself and Elizabeth we gave each other a famous movie quote, but omitted one of the words and substituted the word elephant in for it. So Jed, we're going to yeah. give you a few horror quotes now okay. with the word elephant inserted in. You've just got to tell us what the word it, word should actually be. Okay. Let's see. It's none, I'm not, I haven't got any from host, so um, I'm not going to try and trip you up. So, <laughs> Bloggy, do you want to go first, Bloggy? I can, I can go first, absolutely. Um, so, Jed, horror sponge that you are, yeah. can you tell me what word I've replaced with elephant? He didn't get out of the cock a elephant. Ooh. Oh, uh, is it bed? It's not bed. It's car. Car, right? It's from misery. Oh, misery, it's from misery right? yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. 
I could have done that with reflection, but I'd... <laughs> I'm not going to. Best Kathy Bates impression on. Okay, well, so number one for me then is, hi, I'm Elephant. Want to play? Hi, I'm Chucky. Want to play? Yes, he's done it. Oh. Pat on the back for everyone. So one out of two. Nice one. Bloggy? A census taker once tried to test me, so I ate his elephant. I hate, ate his liver. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> We're clearly making this far too easy. Um, they're coming to get you, elephant. Barbara. Ah, yeah, it's Barbara. What, a, what an excellent day for an elephant. What an excellent day for an elephant. What is it? For a massacre? Exorcism. Oh, oh exorcism. What, what's that from? The Exorcist. Oh, is it? What, yeah. what an excellent day. Oh, an excellent okay. day for an exorcism. So, Bloggy can do a much better impression than I can of that. But, uh, <laughs> did you have any more for to try and trip Jed up with Elizabeth? Uh, a boy's best friend is his elephant. A boy's best friend is his um, good guy doll? Mother. Uh, my, oh, oh, mother, right. <laughs> um, do you like scary elephants? Movies. I've exhausted my list now. It's a good um, game. It's, it's quite fun to take, to just put elephant in things. Yeah, um, no, it's good. Well, next time we come on, we'll have a, we'll have a more exhaustive list and we're going to go okay. deeper into the VHS <laughs> cut. Go for it. Yeah, go for it. I think you did quite well there. Uh, Elizabeth, How did, did, he, did he do all right? Is he is he worthy to come back on again and play? Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> I think he's worthy of a food collections as well. We'll get some of those in as well. So we didn't have any Ocado <laughs> interferences today, guys. So we managed to get through this one. There is someone knocking from my um, loft, however. So I better go and see who that is up there. But Jed, mate, thank you so much though for coming on and giving your time. We know that you are bloody busy now. So honestly, thank you for myself and for everyone listening. No worries. Thanks, Matt. Thanks, Bloggy. <laughs> it was wonderful to have you on so and yeah next time we'll we'll give you more challenging elephants <laughs> awesome so thank you guys for listening if you if you want if you like what you've just heard don't forget to give us a rating and review on your podcast provider of choice and hit up jed on social media jed where can i find you online you can find me at jed shepherd j-e-d-s-h-e-p-h-e-r-d on twitter and instagram Go and do it immediately and check out what the guys and girls are going to be up to in the coming months and weeks. Uh, Bloggy, where can the world find you online? You can find me at Bloggy Balboa on Twitter and on WordPress. Bloggy. And you can find me at whatiwatchtonight.co.uk and what I watch tonight across all the socials. Find the show, more importantly, at Death by Pod across all of social media. Uh, and that is that for this week's show. So until next time, from me, it's see ya. And from Bloggy. Bye-bye. Bye-bye.